2: In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom!
3: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... in the podcast dojo for another edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio for all your podcast needs every single day. There's some kind of audio content that we provide you. Well, very little of that, very little of that, but uh, Danny, here we are again on a wonderful Saturday, this is the next to last Saturday in the month of April. The year is flying by yet again. Another year zooming past us here, Danny.
4: It was definitely a long work week, so it feels nice to get to the weekend right now. And I got to thank everybody for the downloads, Ben, because we had some amazing numbers last weekend.
3: Yes, thank you for that. That the inspiration to continue talking. And I want you to know that I only talk to you, the podcast listener. And when I am not doing the podcast, and my wife can attest, I very rarely even talk to her, Danny. Uh, I, I allow her to do all the talking. And I, I point out, I'm saving my voice. Uh, I believe in silence. You got crickets. That's all we got. On the weekends, uh, I have nothing left to say other than the podcast. And then that's it. And uh, so it works out pretty well that way. But I do have a, a bit of a trip coming up, so I will have some silence. Although I guess I'm going to have to talk to my relatives, so I, I don't think I'll be able to. Uh, Shut up! I wish I could, but I think I have to talk to them. So I'll be doing a different kind of show.
4: They call it the Celine Dion. You need that voice rest. It's a diva move, but you can pull it as a way to not have to talk to certain people.
3: Yeah. It's like uh, Michael K., the Yankee broadcaster, he had a vocal cord injury. Wow. And he uh, literally could not talk uh, for a while. So I could claim that. I could claim I have a vocal cord injury. Although my problem, Danny, is even when I've had vocal cord injuries, I've still worked. I've had laryngitis multiple times over the years, and uh, I've I've always worked. And my my idea behind that, the reason I've always worked, is because I've always thought, well, there's there's a big boss that's listening. I'm sure the big boss. If I sound really bad, you know the the phone the phone will start ringing there, and they'll say, hey, yeah, and then they'll say, hey, Maller, get off the air and all that. And then it's never happened. I've never. I've had laryngitis multiple times in the years I've done radio. I've never had a program director at any station I've ever worked at call me up and say, Ben, you probably shouldn't be on the air right now.
4: (laughs) How is that possible, (laughs) Danny? There were a few times when I did the live show with you. Not only did you barely have a voice left, but we could smell you from down the hall. (laughs) Here comes the garlic.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, the garlic therapy, which the time tested from the old country, the garlic therapy. One time I was on the, uh, the air in our, our Sherman Oak Studios, and it was during a commercial break, and I was feeling kind of sick, and I, I went in the, in the hallway there, and I puked. And then I came back and did another segment of radio. Oh, so
4: yeah. Fun. It was like your Michael Jordan flu game.
3: I haven't puked very often. There's only a hand. food poisoning. Uh, that's usually what gets me for my, most people. But I've been pretty good at holding my my puke. Anyway, on uh, that positive, <laughs> uplifting note, <laughs> <mode. laughs> uh. <laughs> the hell's going on here? What what is
4: going on? Uh, well, it's uh, make it, up for that puke combo with some good drops right here. Yes,
3: yeah, so we're gonna take a ride on the vomit comet. Bam, bam,
1: bam! You gotta give me a break here now.
3: Uh, Not the kind of balls I like. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a game magazine. (laughs) Uh, I I have noticed that the Vomit Comet, Danny, gets a lot of play during the playoffs. I use Vomit Comet much more during the NBA playoffs, the NFL playoffs, the baseball playoffs, than during the regular season. But uh, on the menu today for your listening pleasure, you'll be the judge of that. We have Feeling Blue, Over, Under, Do the Dip, the butter boner and back scratcher. So there's a lot of content to get to in a very limited amount of time, a finite amount of time. So without further ado, and we don't need to bleep anything unless we do. Uh, So feeling moves. So this past weekend, I made it back out to Dodger State. My first trip of 2022 on the first Dodger homestand, it was last weekend to see the Cincinnati Reds the Cincinnati bros, if you will. And I, I did put out a message at the very last minute on social media, and I uh, said, attention, P once, on Twitter. Surprise, motherfucker. Guess who's in the ballpark? And I, I actually did ru- run in. I was walking around Dodger Stadium. I ran into a few fans of the show. So that was encouraging, Danny, uh, not discouraging, considering that, We've been on in L.A. I've been on in L.A. for a long time, but been on the Dodger station, the overnight show, for many, many years. And Dodger Stadium celebrating, what, 60 years now? Yeah. Big deal, 60 years. It looked great. I walked all around the ballpark. I walked out to center field. They'd renovated Dodger Stadium, and it's completely done. They're ready for the All-Star game. So that was cool. I did notice they renovated the press box. That is not done. I know you're very concerned about that. Wrong. They have updated the press box for 2022, which is very odd because I've spent a lot of my life in there and it's weird. They expanded the back area of the press box in the back of the dining room. They added a new women's bathroom, which is very important to me. Hey, where are the white women at? And uh, this is a big one, Danny. They added an all gender bathroom in the press box at Dodger Stadium. Of course they did. It's so 2022 to do that. It, it, I always said for years when I was covering the Dodgers. So the one thing that's missing from this press box in all gender bathroom, and now they've done it. Now they've solved that problem, so we're good to go on that. Uh, and uh, and voila. Now, meanwhile, I was on a wild goose chase to find an item that's very important to me: uh, the popcorn machine, Danny. <laughs> Now it was not where it normally has been. They've they as I mentioned, they've done some work there in the press box. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, much to my dismay, Danny, I looked in every nook and cranny of that uh, press box, and a major setback here. Yeah, no more, no more popcorn machine.
4: It's gone. Oh well, yeah. the popcorn machine. That's very 80s and 90s. I feel like maybe they're trying to push into the future, even though the '80s was now what, forty years ago. I know. I know Everybody so thinks it's like twenty years ago, but
3: yeah, yeah. No, but for years that had been my go-to staple. Yeah. Good, good, bad, ugly Dodger baseball didn't matter. I always had freshly made buttered popcorn, and I probably gained—I estimate—over 200 pounds just on popcorn alone. Take that for data. data. Uh, and abracadabra, gone in a jiffy, the, the popcorn. But it was neat. I enjoyed being out there, and I, I got to catch up, with the, uh, rather, uh, but not the kind of catch up on the table. But I, I got to chat with a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a long time, so that was always cool. And I got to tell you, though, it, it's weird being there because I have memories of great nights at Dodger Stadium and people I hung out with, good friends of mine, Many of them are not dead uh, or they're not working in the radio any, in radio business anymore. And everything's turned over. Like, as you might imagine, I've been doing this for a while. So there's a whole new generation of writers and broadcasters and not a lot of friendly faces. So I had, I had to search. I had to go around Danny and try to find friendly faces. I found a few. So I, I you want the Maller roll call. I can give you the Maller roll call here.
4: Yeah, let's hear it.
3: All right, so these are the people I actually know that still cover the Dodgers. Now, I miss some people here, but Jaime Harin. Oh, legend. Hall of Fame, Spanish voice of the Dodgers, 64 seasons. And I, I think he's retiring this year. I believe I, this is the last year calling Dodger baseball. But that's only three years less than Vin Scully. Because remember, Vin retired... How many years ago did Vin retire? Was it 20? 20... 2017. No, I think it was before that. I'll check for you. All right. But he's been gone for a few years. That's fertilizer. And so Jaime Harin, who took over as the voice of the Dodgers, a uh, Spanish voice when they moved to L.A. Uh, and so he called games at the Coliseum in L.A. He's been at Dodger Stadium since that place opened. And uh, so I've known him for a long time. He looks great. I, I couldn't believe it. He's 86 years old. Woo. Jaime Harin.
4: Uh, Vin retired at the very end of the 2016 season.
3: Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I recall during the 2017 World Series when the cheating assholes uh, won the World Series. this podcast. We can call them what they are. Assholes. Uh, when they won the World Series, which they didn't actually win because they cheated, there were people demanding Vin call a game in the World Series. That's right. And that never happened, and I don't think Vin wanted to do it, and, and so be it. I believe the offer was made by then-Fox broadcaster Joe Buck. Uh, so anyway, I caught up with Jaime Irene, and uh, he's actually watched me uh, grow up over the years. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Malik. And I uh, chatted with David Vasse. We've had him on the podcast, host of Dodger Talk. He was my producer back in the 90s at the old station. Yeah, he likes to
4: bust your balls on the air.
3: Yeah, he busts my balls off the air, too. Uh, known as the youngster, <laughs> although he's middle-aged and has a family, but we, uh, we still call him the youngster. And I saw Rick Monday, who was on Pat O'Brien dropping his but Rick Monday, who does admit, Danny, that he's a closeted, Maller militia guy, that he is a fan of the show. P.O.B.? Uh, no, no, Rick Monday. P.O.B. Oh, Monday, okay. Great Rick Monday, no, Pat doesn't listen. Pat hates you. Pat hates my guts, but we have had him on the podcast. Uh, Pat offers every time I talk to Pat, he offers to take me to lunch, he offers to have me stay at a nice place in New York, and all that. None of it ever happens. (laughs) None none of it ever happens. Uh, But Rick Monday was out there, the man that saved the American flag, Danny, the man that saved the flag from burning at Dodger Stadium, but was not a Cub, or was not a Dodger. He was a Cub,
4: Cub, yeah, and then soon became a Dodger.
3: Yeah, shortly after that became a Dodger, but he was a Cub at the time. Yeah. Not a Dodger. And that was back, what was that, the 1970s? Was that during the Vietnam era, or was that before that? Was that even earlier?
4: Had to be Vietnam-related, right?
3: Yeah. But it was like 1970s, right? And then he came to the Dodgers, and he played with them until uh, the early 80s, I believe. But I don't don't have his stats in front of me. Uh, Ran into Charlie Steiner. We've had him on the podcast the radio voice of the Dodgers there, and also part of some of the great bloopers. If you're too young to remember when Charlie Steiner hosted SportsCenter, holy cannoli, those are some of the funniest bloopers ever on television, on sports television. Charlie Steiner trying to get through the teleprompter. Have you, You've seen those over the years, Daniel. Right? He's doing a boxing story, and he starts cracking up, and yeah. he can't stop laughing. Uh, it's, it's hilarious.
4: One of the greatest laughs like it reminded me of when we were little kids at church trying not to laugh during the song or the prayer. And the more you try to not laugh, the more you wind up laughing. And that was Charlie Steiner in those clips.
3: Yeah, it was. It was hilarious. Uh, And there were a few other people, Ed Munson, uh, although he's not supposed to talk to the media. Ed Munson has been an official scorer at Angel and Dodger games since 1980. That's over 40 years, Davey. This guy's been the official scorer. And he's seen and done all kinds of nonsense out there. And so it was good to see him. And, uh, and then I, I made my, my sojourn around Dodger Stadium, walked around, and was blown away by how awesome they did the reconstruction of center field. That entrance in center field yeah. in Dodger Stadium is uh, an amazing visual. very Very smart because they know we live in the age of social media. And everyone's going to want to take a photo in front of the signs and all the other crap they've got out there. And so they loaded up signs, blue heaven, and, uh, and all that stuff. So they did a great job.
4: Yeah, a ton of photo opportunities for everybody to post on the IG.
3: Yeah. All right. So uh, that was my Feeling Blue trip to Chavez Ravine.
5: Do you love Selena?
3: Like, really love
6: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to "Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals" on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
3: podcasts. But I understand, Danny, uh, you have your own <laughs> your own experience that you were there before I was there. You
4: were there. Uh, I was there on opening night. Okay. And my experience was a lot different than yours. Okay. Um, you know, we figured that the tickets would be expensive because it's opening day slash night. I tried to take care of parking ahead of time on the Dodgers website. Well, so, how say-
3: much does that save? Now, at Dodgers Stadium Park, for those not in LA, which is most of the people listening to this, 30 bucks now. You yeah. Can show up that day to pay for parking. Right? It's 30 bucks.
4: So, you get it in advance on the website. It saves you a big, whopping $5. That's it? That's
3: it. That's it. Five That's bucks. It. Yep got the parking for 25. Did you consider one of the lots outside Dodger Stadium? Don't they have a cheaper lot down the hill near the fire Academy?
4: When people talk about parking outside of the stadium. The problem yeah. with that is it takes even longer to get out of there. And then you wind up walking for two miles. It's not worth it at all. All right. Now I
3: disagree. Okay. I disagree. I'll tell you what, because during the playoffs, they don't let me park in the lot. So I have to park somewhere else. And, I my experience is if it's a sellout crowd like it's a big crowd at Dodger Stadium, if you park down the hill like in Chinatown or down near the Fire Academy, spending more money probably. No, Uh, no, no, you won't. I tell you why. Because if you take an Uber only there, let's say you get an Uber near the the Gold Line station, yeah, in in Chinatown, down the hill, and you take it up, what do you think it's going to cost? Maybe ten bucks, maybe. F- you know, uh, uh, 12 bucks.
4: Maybe if you budgeted enough time to do something like that, but for convenience sake, I don't mind paying the 25 for parking 25 for parking. And we got up close because we were there early enough. So it, that wasn't a huge deal, what pissed us off Ben is we get inside the stadium and it was like being smacked right in the face. <coughs> we got two Dodger dogs
3: and a beer. How much do you think that costs right off the bat? All right, so two Dodger dogs. These are normally you know the Dodger traditional Dodger hot dog, which who knows who makes it because it's not Farmer John anymore. So two hot dogs and then one beer. Now there's all kinds of different beers. They have the regular beer, they have the tall beer. I didn't do a complete inventory of how much. The, I I know there was like a bucket of a popcorn was like seventeen bucks or something like that. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna get to that. Okay, all right. Because uh, that was I couldn't believe it. It's popcorn. It's kernels of, and some oil and uh, i mean that's seven hey anyway, uh so okay i'm gonna go what do you think the dogs are eight bucks each so that's i think they're eight bucks now so 16 bucks and then the beer 12 maybe so what are we up to 20 is that 28 am, I, am uh, I it was 38 38? 38 so right 38 38 off- i was off by 10 no, and no, i thought no. i was going high
4: no so right off the bat we were like okay Ooh, a little bit of inflation here going on. We'll make it through the night though.
3: You haven't even gotten to your seats, and you're out you're out 25 for the parking. Yep. You're out 38 for the food and the beer, the hot dog. And that's just the starter. That's the appetizer.
4: Right. And you haven't even figured in the tickets yet. We had four tickets.
3: All right. Hold and- on a second. Hold on. A second. Let me do the mess. So okay. 38. Ben's
4: got his calculator now.
3: And we've got 38 plus 25. The tickets, four tickets. Oh
4: no, reserve. So we okay. had to take the elevator up to the seventh.
3: Okay, all right. So reserve level Dodger Stadium. So, but it was
4: opening night. We got the tickets from Dodgers.com.
3: Okay, so you paid full price. You didn't pay a discount rate. You paid the full price. And uh, per ticket, what, a hundred bucks? <laughs> You're low. I'm um, low. Oh no, we suck again.
4: What are we looking at here? Oh boy. So the tickets were 170 each.
3: Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. 170 each times four. So that's 680 bucks just on four tickets. So 680 (laughs) plus the 63. So now you sat down at your seats, you've paid for parking, you have two hot dogs and a beer, but you have four people. So that's not going to feed four people. Mm -mm. Uh, So that's, you're out $743.
4: Yeah, that was just a snack right before we found our seats. Yeah. Now, me and my girl's daughter were eating our Dodger dogs, and uh, my girl's drinking her beer because she paid for that. So she's probably trying to wash that memory away. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) sure. She paid for that. And she made a mistake, and I blame her son for this because her son was out there trying to, you know, bother the players for baseballs.
3: Uh, Not the kind of balls I like.
4: He finally shows up to the seats, but now he's telling his mom, well, I want to eat. At this point, her daughter can eat again. Even You know, what's a Dodger dog going to do for a growing kid, right?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. It's not a thick dog. It's a skinny dog. Right, right. That's exactly what she told her mom. No, that's one of my complaints. It's not a thick dog. It's a small, it's a skinny dog. It's a petite dog. So she gets out of her seat
4: and goes to one of the concession stands. Now, I thought she had a little bit more time to work with. What I didn't realize was she was going to stand in a line that was going to take a half hour. Oh so no. now she's missing the player introductions and the fireworks going off
3: which is the whole point of opening day that's what you get when you don't normally get that at any game yeah. other than the playoffs so that's why you're there you paid the premium for the opening day experience I've seen her pissed off a few times Ben yeah I wish
4: I could have done something anything F- my b- and b- you. to relieve the stress and put a smile on her face there was nothing I could do though. F- you. She got back. Not only was she mad because of everything she missed being in that line, but she ordered two taquito plates
3: and two cokes. Okay, so that sounds expensive. Taquito plate sounds expensive. Yeah, there were quesadillas underneath the taquitos. Okay,
4: two of these? Two of these plates and two cokes
3: over under game. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to say the plates are at least fifteen each, but I'm going low on that. And what else was it? And two cokes. Oh, oh boy, cokes should be like three bucks, but they're probably uh, eight bucks. I'm going to go. Uh, I'll say uh, forty-five bucks. It's going to blow your mind, Ben.
4: Eighty-five freaking dollars. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on.
3: Two taquito plates and two Cokes is 80. 80- Cokes you. are 10 bucks. Hold on a sec. So let's do the math. So 743 plus 83. Well, 84.99. 85. 84. All right, we'll round yeah. up. 85. Yep. We're now at 828 dollars for two taquito plates, couple of dodger dogs, yep. uh, beer four tickets and four tickets. Yeah. And parking.
4: And parking. <laughs> So now, you know, at least she got to see the first pitch, the first at bat, but she was pissed. I get it. I understand. Watch the first couple of innings with her. She's not talking to me, she's talking to God. (laughs) She's (laughs) upset. um and i'm like you know damn it man why did her kids take her to get food at that point of the game like yeah you don't get up at that time it's a so
3: rookie I- mis- it's a rookie mistake danny you gotta yeah. pace yourself. you gotta you know they haven't been there before the kids they'll learn they'll become veterans you gotta wait till the game starts you gotta pace yourself you gotta eat a big meal before you go to the game so you don't spend 80 bucks on on food at the concession stage.
4: seriously let me go get her a beer That'll calm her down. That'll make her feel a little more festive here. It'll be her second one of the night. That's usually what she will have at a game, two drinks. So I'm like, let me go get her her second drink. So I get out of my seat in the third inning. Yeah. It took me until the top of the six to get back. Not only was this line just insanity. I brought the beer and sunflower seeds up to the guy he said, "Your total is thirty-two
3: dollars. One beer, one bag of sunflower seeds." Wait, wait, wait. Was this the sunflower seed bag the size of potato sack, or was no, it? no, okay, no? So now another thirty-two dollars. You're out. <laughs> Let me add it to the total. Hold on a sec. Let me add it to the total here. Let <laughs> me he punch you in the three two. I got the uh, calculator going here. All right, so now you're up to eight hundred sixty dollars. $860. I get back to the seat. Okay. She, she smiles when I hand
4: her her sour beer made in San Diego. It's taken the edge off of things a little bit, but now later into the game, her daughter is like, I want dipping dots because the stupid guy keeps coming up and down the rows with the dipping dots. Okay. So we don't know what this guy's charging, but he slides her card. She orders one last thing yeah, because yeah. she wanted the holder that it came in. And that's the tub of popcorn you mentioned. Oh, no. Yes. And on our credit card statement the next day, that said $16.46. All right.
3: So we'll round up to 17 Hold on. Let me add that. Hold on a sec here. 17 So now we're at $889. Wow. So when I said
4: to start the show that it was a long week, it's because we saw a lawyer and we
3: declared bankruptcy. <laughs> Eight hundred eighty nine. Could you? You could have. How much is Disneyland? Could you have gone to Disneyland for that much or an amusement? We, park? we could have.
4: Not, and it's funny you bring up Disneyland because the irony is, Dodger Stadium was modeled after Disneyland when they were planning it and building it. That's why a lot of those old school Dodger signs look kind of Disneyland style. Uh-huh. That's why they wanted that Southern Cali Disneyland vibe. Well, they got the Disneyland prices now. Yeah, it's bad. I love the Dodgers to death. You know yeah, that I bleed I mean, blue, and I'll continue to give them my money. But there's got to be some sort of family night, family specials. There's got to be a deal where you could take a family of four for less than
3: $900. Wow, that is insanity. I would never go to another. If I spend 900 bucks at a game, I'm never going again. And I love the Dodgers and all that stuff, but that is Crazy. And especially growing up, Danny, we're around the same age. The, the O'Malley family, when they owned the team, you know, a million years ago, back in my day, but they would always brag about being a great deal and a wonderful situation. They they, they, they wore that as a badge of honor, that it was, it was a family situation. And it was. It was very uh, cost-effective to go to those games for years. But they know they have a good team. It seems like there's no limit. No matter what they charge, people are still paying – I remember when I took a business class back in school. Isn't there a point where it suddenly becomes too expensive and people can't afford it? They haven't reached that point yet, but they, don't they have to be close? You would think, right?
4: As far as the actual ticket prices go, I know they adjust the tickets based on who the Dodgers are playing against.
3: So, if you want to say if you want to see the Dodgers play teams, you can go for a reasonable amount of money. Right. So, you're, at least those seats
4: will be cheaper. So that fluctuates. But what doesn't change are those food and drink prices. And all across the board in life right now, we are getting screwed with no Vaseline (laughs) on gasoline and food right now. So for that to carry over into the stadium, it's a bummer because I love going to Dodger Stadium. But right now, unless we go on a date night and we bring our own food in a clear bag and do all the tricks, I don't see how anybody could really afford to go do that more than once or twice a year
3: yeah and i know it's not just dodger stadium this is like boston I, i've been to red Sox games and Fenway park is it's always been insane i can't imagine what it's like in, at Fenway now with the the price increases and all that that's that's gone on and i know in, in new york it's it's craziness as well
5: do you love selena
3: like really love
6: Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Well, listen, some some cities, no one's going, like in Oakland. No one's one's going to those games. Yeah,
4: they had a game where they were lucky to break 4,000 in attendance, and then they moved to time based on weather a couple of days ago, and there were, uh, there were predictions that they would barely break a thousand.
3: No, I, I I do love there's something about the A's having no fans that go to these games. Now it reminds me of when I covered the Clippers at the sports arena in the nineties. And sometimes we would be bored because they'd be getting boat raced and we would play a game where we would count the fans at the sports arena and Because there were so few people, you could do it. You could actually count the people in the arena. And I'd take one side, a friend of mine, another reporter would take another side, and we'd we'd count the people. And as I pointed out before, back back then there would be more people that would show up in the second half because the uh, Donald Sterling Clippers in the 90s, they would just open up the doors at halftime so people that didn't have tickets could come in. A lot of the homeless people to get out of the – cool night air would come into the sports arena to watch the second half. And uh, it made for some interesting times. Uh, I've got a couple of things real quick. We had do the dip. So after the Dodger game, I, uh, of course, I, I, I did not spend $900, uh, but I was by myself. My wife was out with her, her friend. So I was out schmoozing, meeting, uh, playing grab ass with the media. And so I wanted some, some post-game food. Now I I ran into West of the 405 who used to co-host this podcast. He was out there. And so I scooted over to Culver City. I wanted some gringo tacos. So I went to Tito's Tacos and no dice. That place was padlocked. They lock up at 8 o'clock now, my favorite taco place. Uh, and they used to be open till 11 o'clock or midnight on the weekends. But after COVID, they just everything shuts down earlier. So I pivoted to plan B. And I went across the parking lot and I, I did the do the dip. Uh, you ever been to Johnny's Pastrami? You ever no. Been there? Uh, it's a pretty good location. Old old place, been around for a long time. I don't know, 60, 70 years, something like that. And for the second consecutive weekend, I, I was schmoozing with uh, someone eating pastrami by fire. <laughs> and uh, and I paid. I want you to know that that pompous, arrogant SOB, Mr. West of the 405, I'm the one. I am the one that paid. Uh, for, that, for that particular meal. And, uh, and a quick butter boner story. So uh, last weekend around going to the baseball game, I was back in the kitchen, Danny, as Benny the Baker. And I decided to make some chocolate chip cookies. And I've made this recipe before, but this time I made a fatal mistake. I attempted to crank up the degree of difficulty. I made these cookies while I was half asleep. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my haste to get the, the cookie dough made, <laughs> I pulled out the Kirkland brand butter, and I ended up with a colossal butter boner. Uh, I doubled. Actually, no, I think I put four times the amount of butter in this recipe that was supposed to be in there. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, and no. Yeah, it turns out when you put too much butter in the recipe, if you don't follow the recipe properly, you end up getting these weird paper-thin cookies where they're all oily, and uh, I was pissed. So then I was like, I'm going to remake the batch of cookies. Uh, but And they came out all right, but they were still not restaurant quality. So I've decided that this weekend, maybe even today around the podcast stuff, I will remake a different recipe. I must perfect the chocolate chip cookie. It has to happen. So I'm going to make another batch, a third batch of of cookies here.
4: Last weekend, you were listing off all the cookies that you've made so far. Yeah. I don't think you mentioned peanut butter cookies.
3: No, I've not made peanut butter cookies yet. I'm not opposed to the peanut butter cookie. Uh, but I'm a little concerned. I made a mistake with the chocolate chip. The chocolate chip is a classic cookie. You can't F up the chocolate chip. That's a staple cookie. Everyone loves the chocolate chip. Nobody I know doesn't like chocolate chip cookies, and I messed up the chocolate chip cookie, so that's a bad job by me. All right, uh, real quick, we're we're short on time, but the back scratcher, we promised if you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back. So over on the Apple podcast page, so podcast.apple.com. And search The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. You can find our podcast page and give us a nice review. That would help us out a lot. Five stars. You can also review the radio show podcast page if you want. But uh, this is for The Fifth Hour podcast. And if you write something nice, you probably think, who cares? Nobody reads that. Trust me. Management at iHeart reads it. It helps us out. So we have two reviews here, Danny. Uh, first one is from Bergaby, I believe. Berg? Let's say Berg. Uh, It says podcast porn, the headline. I got turned on. And the meat of the review says other kind of addiction. This would be podcast porn. Can't wait for the next podcast. Amazing job. BM and DG. So there's a fan. Thank you. And Buddy Dog. Arf, arf, arf. Uh, Buddy Dog writes in, says headline, the best. Well, you know how I feel about the word best, Danny. That means as good as yeah. others. Says, anyway, the best, I absolutely enjoy each episode. The different topics and formats make the show a joy to listen to each weekend. I look forward to each and every episode. Well, thank you, buddy dog. Thanks, buddy. He had a lot of momentum in that review. He's no, okay. just trying to hit my buttons here. We got to get out of here. We got another podcast on Sunday. Any remote, Danny, any kind of gig, any appearances, any comedy acts you've got coming up. You're going to be doing an open mic night, anything at all. Go ahead right now. Promote, promote, promote.
4: I will be telling Zingers live on Fox Sports Radio as I produce Steve Hartman and Jeff Schwartz this afternoon. And then, of course, uh, the No Show on the weekend, Brian No and Ephraim Salam on Saturday evening.
3: Yes, on your local Fox Sports Radio affiliate or on the iHeartRadio app, just type in FSR or Fox Sports Radio. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Can't wait for the mailbag. Yeah, the mailbag coming up. We'll catch you next time. See you. Aloha. Bye-bye.
4: Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go.